Hey, good morning. Hey, Matt. Sorry I'm a little late. It's all good. <clears throat> How are you today? Good. How you doing? Fantastic. Nice. What you got going today? Um, yeah, I had two really good meetings yesterday. Um, one of them was with a manufacturing company, and uh, it's right next door to another manufacturing company that I signed up um, three, nice. three months ago or so. Yeah, and so it, it was interesting because within the first five or either five to ten minutes or so, he talks about how his main goal is to keep from hitting peak demand, and so mm-hmm. we we talked the whole time about really dynamic and he was really excited about that uh he was yeah it was it was solid and he was like yeah i'm i'm using mss right now and and if if you're coming in in here talking about analytics that's that's much better than what i'm currently getting and and we're not happy with their unreliable repairs and uh, they got us signed up on a five-year agreement and and uh, I didn't sign the agreement. He's like, I, I had an engineer or an engineer in the office signed it several years ago before I got here. And he's not an officer of the company. And I could blow up that agreement and cancel it, you know, if, if I wanted to. And so I think he's going to cancel it. I've got a, I, yeah, I took the next steps to get a survey lined up on Monday. And then a verification meeting after we get back from Con Ed. So, uh, you know, it, moving it nice. as quickly along as I can. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm talking to a, a manufacturing company next week that has given similar um, sentiments. Like, they, they really hate Johnson Controls, which most people seem to do, I'm, I'm gathering. Um, but they want out of their contract, too, which is up, I think, in May. Um. So I talked to Scott McKendry, our service manager, and he said that, you know, we can help them in some way or supplement um, their efforts to get out of their contract. Like, there are certain steps they can take to, like, get out of it. Yeah, um, they can all get out of – any customer can get out of these contracts. Um, yeah. You know, specifically, this one I was dealing with yesterday, if they're not happy with the repairs being made, I mean, that's reason enough right there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that they're, right. it's not like they're being held hostage. And he acted like there was some kind of buyout if he, if he wanted to get out of it, it, it like within mm-hmm. the, within the first year or two, but he was so far out of that window as in closer to the time when it's going to expire that he didn't think that like he didn't, think that was an, an, an issue at all it was kind of like that was it, he was going to read over the contract he had the finance department email him the contract while we were sitting there and he said I'll know more about this when you come up you know come back for the survey I'll have my homework done on this yeah so it was really interesting he was talking he was already talking about like I was asking questions about um uh so are you able to monitor real time your energy usage or is it reactive? And he's like, yeah, I'm not doing it real time, but I can log into Duke and, and see what happened, you know, the, the day before. And he was talking about cutting off a big compressor that is used to com- send air through the plant. 
and he uses smaller compressors to cut down on peak demand. So he's that was all he wanted to talk about, and I, and it was great because we, we talked ninety percent of the time about dynamic and analytics and what we can do to help him not meet his peak demand, and ten percent of the time on belts and filters and cleaning coils and. <laughs> The granular shit. Yeah, I was like, I could talk about program issues with Jake, your facilities guy. I said, I, you know, with you, you, you and I need to come up with the business case that we can craft to present to the plant manager, and that's what we worked on. So nice. Like, like I told like you, a, a solid meeting. Well, like I told you guys at the end of the last meeting, I was like, this is huge. This is a game changer to be able, yeah. and I'm so excited about it. Like, I, to be able to go into places and not just talk about what we've talked about for 47 years <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm, I'm definitely um i come from i have a tech background so it it definitely um is kind of in lockstep with w- what i came from uh um, man it's just it's so interesting to me because i'm still just trying to push ma- uh maintenance contracts you know then now i'm like okay let's shift the mindset a little bit um, but it is exciting. I mean, it's definitely the future. Um, we're not going to get left behind. So yeah, it, it, it definitely is encouraging. Well, he he, wa- he started talking about within the first five minutes. He started talking about. Um, yeah, my f- facilities guy found that one of the units was running twenty four seven, and we got that dialed in. That's really was wasting a lot of energy. And uh, this one over here is not pro- energy. Yeah, and, and, and he was like, "This one over here was not working right," and. Uh, I'm not happy with the repairs made by this other company. And it was, it was very, within the first few minutes, he thought I was there to talk about HVAC, you know, belts yeah, and filters. Exactly. And it was great. Cause I was in my mind as he was talking, I was like, Oh no, I got to back this out. I got to, I'm getting down into the weeds of filter changes yeah. and crap. I got to back this out. And so yeah. when he stopped talking, I said something like, um, it, you know, I could talk about all that, programming and HVAC stuff with Jake, your facilities guy, I said, but with you, I really want to talk about this energy spend and how we can help you not hit peak. He's like, yeah, that's a big issue I got right now. Is I, If I hit peak demand and get a new peak, then it ratchets up. What it does, I, I read about it, if they hit a new peak, like if they hit uh, 200 kW of energy uses at one time, then for the next 11 months after that, their peak, their base energy usage is 70% or so of that peak. So whatever yeah. 70% of 200 is, they pay that for the next 11 months as their, okay. as their base. So it ratchets. Like, yeah, like, like it ratchets up, even it, if it doesn't hit that. They call it a ratchet up plan. Yeah, because it ratchets up. It ratchets up all 11 months based on one day of hitting a new peak. Right, so it kind of is spread out. Well, they, yeah, they say, okay, well, we don't know when you're going to hit the next peak just like it, so we're going to make you pay for it all the, the whole. Yeah. Because they have to be prepared for them to hit that peak again. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, um, I guess I've been told thus far or at least slightly told that energy is not a huge deal at least in regards to hvac with manufacturing and industrial some of it's but not there's certainly some sometimes it's yeah. not um yeah. or it's, it's, 
it's typically a very small portion of their energy spend just with production. Right. But, but I mean, yeah, I think it's something you can't not talk about. Well, like there's this one company, R.L. Bryan, down the road, and he was like, Everybody comes in here talking about energy and how they can save me money. And I don't care about energy. We got a good deal with with SCNG or Dominion. We got a good deal. We're on state rate or something, you, you know, because they supply all the books to the school system. So they got some killer deal they've had for a hundred years on energy spend. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to talk about energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Well, we'll don't, we're not going to talk about energy, <laughs> you know. Right. Like the whole building. Like I just want shit to break. The, the whole building scorecard and everything. You know, I had to just stop and shift gears. Yeah. Uh, but when you so, get somebody that is excited about it and really does care, you know, that's what we yeah. are able to dial in and jump in on. Um. So yeah, kind of take a, a step back here. Um. You know, still figuring out my process and stuff, too. So, are you... Like, did you get an action plan in owning and operating costs from them? Yesterday? Like, are you... I, I, I got it. with the action plans? Cause I got an action plan. Lately, you did? Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I, I filled it out. I filled out the survey yeah. date, and I filled out the names of who's going to be there, and I filled out the date of the verification and the names that are going to be there, and I just tore off the top copy and gave it to him. I didn't get him to sign it. Yeah. Larry's not huge. Like, he's not – he always asks, but it it's more taught being there, you know. The action plan is something that, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get most of the time, but um, I just didn't know if that's something that you really – push as part of your concept meeting um kind of the cadence of your meetings yeah well it's at the very end yeah and it's a way of closing out you know next steps if it's if it's a qualified right candidate well that's the whole point that they want to know when christy asked me did you get an action plan it basically means are they moving forward or not yes that's the whole point and not at you know, two out of five will move forward or so. Right, right. Um, so it's just her way of coloring them yellow on the spreadsheet if it's going to move forward to a survey or not. Okay, yeah. That's all that, that I mean, sometimes I get an action plan, but I don't even give it to them. You know, right, like right. it, but the point is, I got an action plan, meaning I'm moving forward with the deal. Meaning that there was verbal confirmation that they wanted to do an assessment, that the verification. That I've got an assessment date, and I've got a, uh, you know, before I leave there from the concept meeting, I've got a date for the survey and a date for the verification meeting. Man, it is getting tough to find. I mean, it's a good problem, but it's getting tough to find open time on the calendar. You ever run into that? I'm like, oh, shit, this doesn't work. Oh, yeah, uh, every day. Oh, man, it is like moving shit around. Every, every uh, day. Yeah, it's it's becoming a bit of a nuisance, but I guess it's good. Well, um, I try to do my surveys at like 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, do them early. Or, or 1 o'clock. Uh, okay. Just because it... They, it's going to take half a day sometimes. Well, they build, They want me to 
tie up a technician or, or um, uh, and you don't use technicians, I guess, so it's different, but they don't want to pull a technician off of anything or use a supervisor for help me on my survey at 2.30 in the afternoon. You, you know, it's better yeah. to, because everything that we bill is either a half a day or a full day. So right. if you, it's, if you do it at two or three in the afternoon, which I've done it before, or you do it at 10 or ten thirty in the morning, it's hard for them to do something beforehand or after, you know, that time. It's yeah, best to either yeah. do it first thing in the morning so that if they finish up within an hour or two, they can go do something else. Or, you know, it's just better for this dispatcher. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't think you use uh, – do you guys use any any technicians on your surveys? Or? Typically, no. Um, I've been told that on, like, really big, complex – Right. Um, opportunities, BJ will probably make himself available, but typically no, it's just Larry and I. Um, is BJ a supervisor or something? He he is like the lead technician here. I guess you could call him like the technician, like the head, the head technician. Gotcha. Yeah, man. He's yeah. In, he, I mean, he's doing work, but he's also in sort of a training um, capacity as well, training some of the younger guys. Yeah, that's who I, right. I, I use that kind of guy. Oh. Yeah, uh, a supervisor here, John Farrell. That's who I use. Yeah, but man, they're uh, great. Yeah, they are. They they catch shit that, like the wires and stuff. Like wires wearing through. That's a good one too. That I just never was looking for before. He pointed it out one time. Well, uh, they they know. I learn every time from them. You know what I mean? Yep. Every exactly. every time, and I can ask stupid questions, and they you know to help clarify. So I can explain because if I don't know it, I can't explain it to the customer. That's right. pretty simple. And why it's important. Yeah, it, and yeah, exactly. And what happens if we don't fix it? And what happens if it goes out? And what happens if it just stays like it is? It's going to wear out this or that. And right. so, so it, yeah, that's a whole other subject about using technicians on surveys. Um, sure. But my my second meeting yesterday was with a church and. The guy walks in there. I had a, a presentation ready to go. I had my suit on. I had, I had, uh, uh, just luckily I had everything printed out because he walks in there. We were at a small card table in the middle of this church sanctuary. Um, the guy that I'd been meeting with, like the facilities guy, brought in the chairman of the of the board of the church to meet for the verification meeting. And within within the first 10 seconds, he was like, I know about your company. I'm a facilities director for Orangeburg um, school systems. So I, you know, you're not going to tell me anything I don't know about filters and belts and equipment. I just need to know what programs you're offering and what the price is. My, t- my time is very valuable. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. So, so, yeah. So, luckily, as I told Christy yesterday afternoon, luckily, I'm so grateful that I had um, my one-page proposal printed out, ready to go. I put it, I put it in front of him, and I said, "Okay, if you want to jump right to the price and, and the programs, here we go. We got three programs. The full coverage program is thirty thousand dollars. The the and I talked through all that, and then I talked about the second program, and I talked about the C three. 
you know, and I was like, good, better, best. This is what we have. And so he, he said, let me get this straight. So he walked through all three programs to make sure he understood them. And then I said, now I've got some financial things to show you here. And I've got some, uh, so, some photos from my assessment that I really think you, you guys need to look at. And so the next thing I showed was an 11 by 17 risk assessment that I did of all the equipment and red, yellow, green them and walk through that. Um, told them about how all their equipment's between 10 and 11 years old and it, all the equipment values like $270,000. Um, yeah, and you already knew this prior to the meeting. Like, did y'all have, have y'all already done an assessment of this church? I did a walk around with the facilities guide after the concept meeting. I think this is what, this is what I told you about. I think I told you that. Oh, so this was a verification right, meeting. Right, verification meeting. Okay, yep. Gotcha. While I was meeting with the guy during the concept meeting, I said, hey, do you mind if we just walk around and let me get some photos of the serial numbers? Yeah. So I didn't have any dirty coils, pictures necessarily. Yeah. Um, but this was the one that they hadn't changed the filter since 2018. <laughs> yeah, so you could, you could assume. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, and the guy got real defensive. He was like, I'm sorry, I got a day job. You know, talk, yeah. Talking about how he should have been changing the filters. And I was like, look, I'm not saying you should have changed the filters. I'm just telling you what I found. And that if you guys want to make sure this equipment lasts as long as it can for the church, we probably need to get it on a preventative maintenance program. And right. so I got an action plan to, well, I got a, it's not, it's not an action plan. I got a uh, seat at the table for February 12th on a Sunday afternoon at two o'clock to go down to Orangeburg for their board meeting. Nice. Yeah. So that's yeah, I'm waiting on, progress. I'm waiting on to see the table with the, with the church and they do Wednesday evening. So we're kind of waiting. Yeah. Uh, well, get in front of them. we walked around, um, afterwards, even though his time was so valuable that he, you know, he, he yeah. went and showed me his meditation garden. And, uh, <laughs> and, and as we were leaving, we, I was walking up to his truck to tell him goodbye. And I was like, Hey, do you, do you mind if I get like 10 minutes at that board meeting that you talked about on Sunday afternoon, just to answer questions? He's yeah. like, he said, yeah, that'd be great. He said, I'm the one that comes up with the agenda. I said, well, how about I send you beforehand, you know, what we did for Cardinal Newman. I said, how about if I send you some information for the board to look at prior to the meeting so they can read over it and come to the board meeting with questions. That way they're not reading it during the board meeting. He, right. says, he said, oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. So that was, that was like beautiful. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that one, that one is kind of, High speed, low drag in the best way. You know, like that, it, you, you got everything done, you know, relatively quickly, uh, but right. it's still kind of going to process and going to plan. I think so. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't have to spend two hours on a survey to show what they need to see, you know. It was, right. uh, but yet I was thorough enough with the risk assessment. I'm telling you, that risk assessment, I don't know if you do it or have done it for anybody yet. I haven't yet, no. Gosh, it's so powerful. It's it's most yeah. powerful for you people. Sent, you sent that over to us, right? Is it uh, an editable document? Yeah, it should be. Okay. If it's not, let me know. But it, yeah, it's, I got to start using that. And it, that's that's powerful in the verification meeting. It takes about an hour to make, uh, okay. or so, maybe longer. But it's if worth you've it. Never used it before, but you know, to be able to, especially powerful for people where their equipment ranges from 
you know, 20 years old to five years old where yeah. you can, you know, red, yellow, green it. Um, right. It's not so effective for everybody like at Cardinal Newman where it was all seven-year-old equipment. It, it's, yeah. It just... Um, it, hit, it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. It, well, it's it's harder to... Right. It, it, it just, it's more powerful when you can show red, yellow, green, hey, this is new, this is old. You know, did you know this is about to be to, to die, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and to put dollars next to it, it gets real for them. Right. Well, that's good. I, I got to go. Yep. I have a con, two concept meetings to prep for this morning. Yep. Um, Sounds but, yeah, good. this is good. Yeah, I got two concept meetings today, too, one with a printer and one with a hospital, and uh, which I'm excited about. So Nice. Yeah, I have one with a seed company, like a seed producer in Greenwood. Oh, um, cool. I can't quite remember what my second one is, but going to Greenwood. Yeah, I'm going to Florence. <laughs> nice. Because, I, because the headquarters is in Florence for this hospital, but okay. I'm, I'm going to try to talk more dynamic just to differentiate us. Yeah. All right, man. Hope you have a great day. You too, Matt. Talk to go, you later. Go kill it, and we'll uh, yep talk tomorrow. See you. Bye. See you, dude.